0: Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and french fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy ish. Here's the thing as a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're going to love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some-ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's going to be fun. Let's go. Welcome back to 100% Healthy-ish. This series is a monthly, moonly series about using the moon cycles to break old patterns and habits. It's a little bit of a deviation, for sure, from my traditional healthy-ish content, but it's the one thing that I've committed to even between Healthy-ish series over the next year. So every month, even when I'm not talking about more specific, niched, healthy-ish topics, I'm popping in once a month to give you an update on this Moonly Challenge. It started in May um, or June, coming up to my 44th birthday this year, where I just realized that something that was really interfering with my ability to feel my healthiest was this ongoing pattern of scarcity And not belonging. It was interfering or coloring the way that I saw the world and the challenges that I faced that, you know, everybody faces. Everybody, no one's life is perfect, but it was really impacting the way that I viewed the challenges in my life and how I was approaching them, how I was feeling in my body, how I was taking care of myself, the relationship that I had with myself and money and other people. And so, um, you know, noticing these patterns showing up in my life over and over again, I decided that I would work with the moon cycles to really focus in on them month after month. And what the goal was with this, which has absolutely turned out to be true, is that I'm distractible. And so when I'm feeling bad or I feel like something is wrong, I am deeply honed in on the problem and the pattern and what needs to change and and be fixed. But the moment I start to feel better, which can happen quite quickly, (laughs) I like forget about it and I kind of move on and I feel like everything's fine and, and no problem until the next time i'm reacting to something and so the goal with this was to work with the energies of the moon the different energies that show up at the new moon and the waxing quarter and the full moon and the waning quarter and the dark moon and the new moon again um but to also use these you know these moments in the month as like an anchor to continually check in on What is life presenting me with and how am I approaching it? What is the automatic conditioning that I'm falling back into? What are the automatic thoughts and patterns and behaviors that I'm falling back into? And am I working to shift those things? Am I taking the opportunity to see what life is presenting me with and challenging myself to do things differently and to see things differently? My concern with this is that it would be boring that it would be the same thing over and over again, because I, like you, I'm sure, am a human being that that spirals on similar topics and thoughts. Um, And I'm trying not to go back every single month and review what's happened to date, because I feel like... In December, I'm going to do a midway check, like a six-month check, to see if I'm moving forward or if I'm just <laughs> spinning on the same spot. But I will say that for right now, I feel in a very different place than I felt in June. Very different in my body, in the way that I'm caring for myself, in my relationship with myself and others. Um And things are not all peachy and wonderful. So that feels really good. So anyway, let's get into this month. Uh, Yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, so when I left you last time, I had set the intention for the last new moon that happened on September 14th. Um, I had set the intention to persevere. I had noticed that there were so many things in my life, while not perfect, that had drastically improved. And there was this little inkling or desire or itch to like yank the steering wheel and go in a different direction. And I think that that is a relatable feeling like, okay, things are finally starting to shift. I'm starting to do things differently. I'm seeing things differently and then kind of wanting to like yank back into old patterns that feel more comfortable. And I, and we would probably call that self sabotage, but I think that it's just this natural human thing to want to go back to what's comfortable. And so what the intention that I set for this, this month that's just happened was to persevere. And I set an action list for myself because we know that the energy of the new moon is to set intentions and to make plans to do, to do, to do. And the action list that I made for myself was to persevere at work, to persevere in my friendships, to persevere at home, to persevere with myself and in my finances. And so at work, that looked like, you know, just keep going, fix the glitches that were coming up, manage the setbacks, Put out my work into the world and don't let, you know, not letting emotion get in the way. I was launching a new program when I set that intention. And as with any new program, there are a million glitches and my email went down and upset people. And anytime you're selling things, there are things that happen. And in the past, I would let those setbacks interfere Like it would trigger something emotionally in me that felt very vulnerable. And I would just feel like maybe I wasn't cut out for this. And so the goal here was just to keep going, to just be like, but like, no, this is, (laughs) this is my work. I'm good at it. Stuff happens, like shit happens and just keep going. Um, To persevere in my friendships, to keep stepping forward, to not shut down which is an immediate reaction I have at the moment. I feel like I am not valued in a relationship or a friendship. If I feel like I'm not prioritized and I don't mean like I have to be everyone's number one priority, but like in small ways, if I don't feel like I'm a priority, I just shut down immediately. I start to immediately tell a story that that other person doesn't value me, doesn't care they're not a real friend. They're not a good friend. And so, you know, there was the opportunity at that time to do that with a, in a couple of relationships. And I just chose to keep stepping forward, to keep initiating, to stay engaged, um, to persevere at home, to keep working on the projects in our house that need work, and to also continue to be present for my children, which is a very hard Thing for me. I am really good at being a workaholic. I am really good at giving my energy and attention to all kinds of people and things outside of my home. Uh, And so it was to really stay connected to my kids, even when they were, you know, having challenges themselves. To persevere on myself, Uh, I've made a number of significant changes in how I care for my body. And the foods that I eat in a very flexible, pleasurable, abundant way that I'm teaching in this new program that I have, the three-week healthy-ish reset. Um, but just some stuff was popping up for me and I was wanting to just like, blah, like, just like throw it all out the window and and go back to more unconscious ways of doing things. And so I just needed to persevere, persevere in my finances. So keeping up with um you know, finance meetings with my partner, finance dates with my business and myself, saving and really sinking into new ways of being. And I'm really excited to say that I did it when I look back on the month and I'll I'll go through this month and what's happened. And there have definitely been some bumps in the road, but I just feel really proud of the fact that I really have persevered. I've kept going. Um, I will say that coming up to this new moon i'm feeling very raw emotional there's a lot happening in the world right now a lot of conflict and unease and pain and suffering and on a personal level i had my parents here for a bit and they left on friday which is always very hard to be far from any of my family um close to my we're close geographically to my husband's family, but not mine. And so I find that very hard on a personal level. It's also a season we're in fall from the traditional Chinese medicine perspective. Um, There's, it's a bit of a season of grief and nostalgia. And I feel like I'm very deep in that, though the weather has turned in the past week and a half to two weeks. And we've gone from this late summer season deeply into fall. And there's some grief here grief for the world, grief. I don't know. Even as I started recording this, I just anxious. I feel anxious. Um, but I am proud when I look back, I'm proud to say that I set that intention and I feel like for the most part, I have really done that. So that feels really good, but back to last month. So I set those intentions And one thing I will say that popped up before I recorded the last episode, um, you know, this moonly monthly challenge is all about breaking patterns. And I was listening to this podcast that I've listened to for a very, very, very long time. I can't even remember the name of it now. I'm going to look it up as I'm talking. I can't even remember the name of it because it's, I've listened to it for about 10 years probably It's called The Lively Show. Okay. It's it's been called The Lively Show for a while. Um, But I've been listening to it for about 10 years, and the feel and the vibe of it has changed dramatically over those 10 to 15, maybe even 15 years. And so there was this episode on past lives. And I found it so interesting because some of the patterns that I have found myself stuck in around scarcity and, um, not belonging don't necessarily feel like they're of me. Like there's been no historical evidence or proof of these things. And when I've done astrological readings, like people are like, no, you're really, you know, you're geared for connection and abundance. And you know, like when I look back on my own history, of course there have been little T traumas, but there have been no big T traumas. There have been no, super significant formative difficult moments in my life um you know of course i'm a human i've had hard things happen but i just haven't always felt of me so there was something about this past lives conversation that really piqued my curiosity and then an email had come out for people who were training with this woman on doing past life exploration And they were offering free sessions as part of this training. So to help the people that were training. And so I just signed up and I didn't mention it because it felt weird. It felt very weird and wacky and kind of nuts. Um, But I got chosen. And again, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I didn't really know, but I was listening to the podcast today, actually, just before I signed on and and Bella Lively, the host of the show, was saying that 270 people actually signed up for these free past life sessions and there were only 54 of them available. So I actually, it was a pretty enormous gift to get this free past life session. Um, and so I got chosen for it. And I didn't mention it because again, it felt... I don't even know if I knew actually I had applied for it when I recorded last time. I didn't know right after I set my intentions, recorded the podcast. I got an email that I had been gifted. One of these sessions, I had no idea what to expect. Um, The session was at the end, I think it was September 28th. So a couple of weeks after the last new moon and when I would have recorded this. Um, And in the meantime, between the new moon and when I had this past life session, you know what what tends to come up in this moonly challenge is is as the waxing quarter approaches which happened on September 22nd there tend to be a lot of challenges to the intention that we set and it's sort of like hey how committed are you to this intention i'm going to test you i'm going to challenge you and see if you can stay committed to the intentions and the actions that you laid out for yourself so what came up for me is that um sorry i'm just like reading over my notes as i record this uh (laughs) there was this enormous desire for travel and this opportunity to maybe go see taylor swift in poland that came up with a friend um And I almost jumped on it, but we just didn't have the funds necessarily. And normally I would have just jumped on it and trusted, but I'm trying to be more committed to, you know, staying within the budget and the means that we have and being very committed to what's right in front of me. And so that felt like a weird loss. I had a headache that went on for like a week and couldn't figure out what was going on there. I'm on a couple of boards and, um, there was a board meeting that was very heavy and stressful and anxiety provoking. Um, I was launching my new program and, and sales were going really well, but there was a course refund request, which is very normal when you launch new programs, especially when you have a number of people coming into them, but it was incredibly aggressive. And, um, like accusing me of of a lot of things of not being clear, of being a fraud, fraudulent, like it was very, very, very aggressive. Um I, I also do some work for a clinic, and the work with this clinic has been really like the foundation of my finances for the past year as I've been rebranding and creating new courses and um The work there has been incredibly steady and very, very, very busy. And near the end of August, my schedule just kind of fell apart there. And I don't know why. And I'll admit that at the end of August and early September, it actually felt kind of good because I've been sort of doing like two busy, demanding jobs. Um, But as the weeks continued on, like even with selling this new program and it going really, really well to have that foundation swept out from under me felt very destabilizing and I was feeling like I wanted to just run away from my finances and I just like didn't want to look at them and so yeah there were challenges like I set this intention to persevere but it's like I had a headache and I wasn't feeling great and and money was feeling tighter and tighter even though and the other thing I'll say with this new program is um The way that the system works is that i take money in and i sell but the money doesn't come directly to me like i should get it actually next month which is kind of crazy so um even though sales were going really well with this program i haven't seen any of that money yet and that's okay that's that's like part of the process but it's really led to like between those two things feeling like you know part of the entrepreneurship journey is that we have months that are fabulous and months that are really not fabulous and and when you get really good at riding those waves things feel better but this was a, this was a month that felt not good and and it's been tricky so i i felt really tested i felt really tested and what i did was i sunk back into the intention and the actions that i had set for myself and so i refocused on feeding myself really well I refocused on just one foot in front of the other in my business I responded to that course refund aggressive email just really kindly and politely and and with all the love and humor I could master and I actually got it right back you know and it was resolved really beautifully it was just a big misunderstanding and the person sort of profusely apologized for their email um I did a finance date with my husband and myself, and we felt really on top of things. And so I was feeling really great. And then the day after, quote unquote, mastering my finances and persevering with work and, and you know just feeling like I was really on track, I realized that I had accidentally put a very large payment that was supposed to go to my credit card onto an old payee that was in my online banking system, like onto an old credit card that was actually from like 1998. I don't even know how it was in my online banking, if I'm honest with you. So PSA, delete old payees from your online bill payment area today, you know? Um, But I made this huge payment that was supposed to go to my credit card and it's in the ether. I still have not gotten it back. And, um, I'm going to tell you that was a real test to my perseverance with my finances. Like I was so tempted to fall back into the victim story and panic. And I just haven't, I've just decided I'm not letting my energy go there. Like I am still waiting for resolution on that. I am still trying to figure out where that money is. And I'm just putting one foot in front of the other week by week. I talked to my bank. I talked to the bank where the money went. I talked to my bank again. I've been on the phone. I've gone to the bank in person. I should hear from them this week. Stay tuned. Um, But I just, again, I just want to say how proud I feel about not letting that derail my entire existence. It sucks. It really sucks, especially in a month where money feels tight to make a mistake like that. But I'm a human and it happens. I went for a big swim in the lake. It was the fall equinox. And I just really sunk into the joy of the season and the weather and the beauty. Um, yeah, even amidst, you know, the glitches in the program, my email not working, kids melting down over, over you know, beginning of school things and and new schedules and just continued to persevere, persevere, persevere. And then, then I moved through that waxing quarter. I moved through all the challenges, continued to persevere. And then we're moving up to the full moon. And I had the gift of this past life regression and I won't go too far into it, but I will say that I did not think that it would quote unquote work for me. Like, I don't feel like I'm hypnotizable. Not that that's what this was. I don't feel like I'm influencible I don't feel like I just did it. I feel like I'm too thinking mind heavy to go into this subconscious or or unconscious place where this kind of imagery or I don't know what the word is like like information could find me but it was mind blowing and I won't go into all the stories it was so interesting To see things pop up like images, words, messages, but there was a lot around scarcity, uh, difficulty asking for help, loss of social status and belonging. Like it was interesting to see these patterns present themselves and what really came out of that session was a commitment that i wasn't quite ready to make when the session happened but i think i'm ready to integrate now on this new moon to creativity to writing um to being slow and spacious and allowing the right path to unfold so it was it was mind-blowing It was really wild. It was wild to see where some of these patterns have come from to work toward integrating and releasing them in a very different way than I have in the past through like therapy and thought process and thinking and to go into this really kind of magical woo-woo space to try to let go of traumas that I might be holding in my body that aren't really mine. And then the full moon came And I tend to be quite scared to swim alone in the early morning. Um, It's very dark here in Kingston in the early morning, like around 6 a.m. And there's something about it that feels very scary to get into the lake when it's still quite dark out. But on the full moon, I decided I would go. And um, I got in at about 6.30 in the morning as the sun was just coming up and it just felt like this full integration it felt like overcoming fear and perseverance and all of those things that i was after and so there was something really magical happening at this po- at this time like there was this bold fiery full moon in aries and it was calling for for me for all of us to be loud and courageous and so i did this swim and it just felt like this full integration Um, But it was also very busy. I had my parents coming in from out of town. There was a lot happening socially, a lot going on with our kids. And I just feel like I couldn't fully sink into the energy of the full moon, which is to release, to figure out what we need to surrender and let go of. So I just went out with friends. <laughs> I did the swim. I went out and went to, you know, art after dark and had drinks with friends and stayed out really late and just, you know, it was just like a sinking in and enjoyment period of the month for me. Then my parents came to visit and we did this really fun trip down to the States and um, where we went to just Target and Trader Joe's and did this overnight trip. And it was fun because my husband and I had taken care of the hotel room. And so everything we thought when we got there was paid for. And my parents sort of like to take care of their portion of the hotel rooms that we had paid for gave us some American money. So it just felt really fun because it just felt like we can just spend this money. Like it's just, you know, we've, we've covered this expense and, and now we have this American money cash in hand that we can just play with. And so we did that. And we had this amazingly fun day with our kids and we went out for lunch and we did some holiday shopping. And then we went to check into the hotel and I had booked and paid for them. So I thought, and I get there and they're like, oh, you didn't no, you didn't pay for the hotel. You have to pay for it now. (laughs) And so in addition to like this other setback with the credit card, I had to suck it up and pay for these hotel rooms, which I thought had already been taken care of. And again, it could have been majorly upsetting, but we just, we tried to take it in stride. We tried to just stick with what felt like forward momentum, perseverance, We took care of it. You know, we'll figure it out when we get back. Work was picking up a little bit for me. Finally, after about six weeks, starting to see my work picking up. The course that I had just sold in my private work was going really well. Um, And, and I just noticed, like I checked back in after the waning quarter that happened on October 6th, like there was just so many things happening. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so thankful for this practice, because it's easy for time to fly by and for these things to pop up that trigger us and set us off and make us want to fall back into old patterns and to not be connected to the bigger, deeper, long-term goals that we have. So on October 10th, I finally had time to like reflect on the full moon and the Thanksgiving weekend. And I did this full moon spread from Jericho that I had hoped to do on the full moon, but didn't have time to. Um, And so I was reflecting on the Thanksgiving weekend that was like fun and abundant. And I had my parents here and my sister and her husband and kids, and it was such a connected, fun, abundant weekend, but actual Thanksgiving dinner, which is one of my most favorite things we celebrated with my husband's family and some in-laws and extended in-law family. And if I'm honest, it was a bit of a wash. It was very disjointed. There were too many people, too many things happening. Um, It didn't feel connected. It felt like people were all over the place and my father-in-law wasn't feeling well and my mother-in-law wasn't present and other people were late and, and there was just, it didn't feel like there was connection at all. I didn't feel like I enjoyed the meal, which again, I really love. Like it's one of my favorite celebratory meals of the year And so we got back from that Thanksgiving dinner on the Sunday night and, you know, I, you know, I had my family with me and we were kind of laughing about, you know, what happened and didn't happen. And, and we stayed up late, all of us, I think were feeling the same, like we didn't all vocalize it, but I think we were feeling the same. And so we just stayed up really late watching. So I married an ax murderer, but I had like a couple of glasses of wine and we ate junk food and it was all very fun. Uh, But I woke up the next morning on the Monday feeling so emotional. It was like the first day of my period. It was raining. It was cold. I was like the teeniest bit hungover. Uh, World events that had started taking place on the weekend. The Israel-Hamas war. um, It was just horrific and incomprehensible. And I just like could not stop crying on the Monday. I couldn't stop crying. My kids were upset. Um, yeah, just my my sister and her husband and their kids left, which is always really hard. The kids were, my kids were having a hard time. And so I'm sitting down to do this tarot spread. My kids have just left for school after another meltdown on Tuesday morning. Um, and so I did this tarot spread and that the, the four cards that I pulled were the following. What is the leadership that I need to step into right now? How can I, what do I need to energize myself and how, where do I need to take action and what do I need to bravely release? So these are the four cards that I needed to pull. And I pulled, I don't, I didn't write down what the cards were. But the leadership that I pulled that I needed to step into was new financial order. So again, I'd set the goal to persevere. I was persevering, but I was being called to make a big shift, I believe, in how we're doing things. Because clearly, I am making mistakes still in big and small ways when it comes to money. I am not paying enough attention. I'm making mistakes in my decision making. Something is going on there. Uh, in order to energize myself, I need to pay off debts, do money in a new way and challenge myself to dig in even deeper to my relationship with money. That's the card that I pulled. It was all around money. It was very interesting when it comes to taking action. I was encouraged to keep Moving forward with this new course that I've created, because there's more steps to take to continue to market it and to get it out into the world and to get it to more people. It is good. It is such a good course. I am so very proud of it. And I think fatigue sometimes around creating these things and getting them out into the world initially makes way to exhaustion and kind of giving up for me anyway. And so I was being called to keep moving forward. And I was asked to bravely release the idea that I tend to have in my mind that things are not working, that things are very hard, that things will not work out for me long-term, that I might get some relief in the, in the moment, but then things will get hard again immediately. Like I was being bravely called, I believe, as I'm saying this, out loud into the microphone to release a victim story that things will always be hard for me it was uh, there was a lot of pentacles in this tarot reading lots around money um and interesting because at the same time I was doing this money witch uh, workbook the money which is amazing she's like her 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 fall workbook was called um, uh, getting your money together during the fall of capitalism so it was like a fall program but a play on words and there was like journaling to do and um, an ancestral tarot reading in there and some planning for fall and winter holidays and checklists for the last quarter of the year and the same things were coming up as I worked through that workbook, like discipline is freedom, perseverance, um, really deciding to come into the winter holidays in a very new way in terms of being in relationship with myself and money. And so the dark moon came October 11th, 12th, 13th at the end of last week. And it was, again, just very emotional, still feel, still feeling very raw, very emotional Sorry, I'm just having a sip of tea. (laughs) Um, My daughter turned 15 on the 13th, Friday the 13th. She was um, born actually on a Thanksgiving Monday here in Canada. And so this time of year is always very emotional for me and raw. Um, There's this war in the Middle East happening. My parents left. It just felt, it's just felt like a lot. And then the new moon happened on the 14th. And so coming into that new moon, I just felt sensitive. I felt raw. I had no idea. Zero could not, could not hone in on like, what are the next steps for me? I don't know. And so there was this solar eclipse, this, which is like a super new moon. The new moon is when the moon and the earth and the sun, like things line up. So we don't see the moon at all. We don't see any light reflecting off the moon. It looks like there's nothing there. A solar eclipse is when things are perfectly lined up, like not just mostly lined up, but perfectly lined up. And so it is a, it's like a super new moon. And the questions that I was called to ask of myself is like, where am I not in right relationship with myself what have I stuck in the corner and don't want to look at? And what pieces do I need to bring together in my heart? Where do I need to integrate still? And so I think as I look back on the month, what I have seen is, is, and what I feel is that I just need to dig in even deeper when it comes to i'm going to stick with this intention to persevere one foot in front of the other i'm actually going to like relist out all of the areas that i want to persevere and how i can go even deeper into these areas but interestingly i feel like i'm being called to do it in a more gentle and compassionate way so less of the i'm i'm a warrior fixing everything and figuring it out or i'm a complete victim Where everything's going to go wrong for me and I can never get it right. Like, like finding a more gentle, compassionate middle ground. Um, yeah. Sinking deeper into how I care for myself, sinking deeper into the work that I need to do in my business, sinking deeper into relationship with money. I am being very intentional over the next two months with how I spend coming into the holiday season. One of my primary love languages is gifting, giving and receiving gifts. And so I have a habit of overspending on the holidays. But because for several years, I've been trying to do things differently. I actually, I'm just going to look how many years I have now. I started a holiday budget. Let me just pull it up. I started a holiday budget and I have been keeping it since, sorry, the Google doc is still loading. It's taking a minute. So I can't see the dates. One, two, three, four, since 2020, um, in 2020, I started a holiday budget, like tracking sheet. And so, um, I am being super intentional with how I spend and how I gift this holiday season. It might feel early to talk about that, but in my family, we do a lot of making and sending gifts. And so we tend to start prepping. Like I tend to start buying materials and then we just tend to start making early in November so that it's not stressful and it stays fun. Um, How I care for myself. I'm going even deeper into that. I'm going to sink really integrate the lessons that I learned in that past life session and some more discipline with my schedule and writing every morning and bringing music into it. And so this idea of playing with being even more disciplined and working even harder and deeper in these areas of my life while making it even more fun (laughs) and being even more gentle and compassionate with myself while I do it. And I did a tarot reading just before I recorded this. Um, and, it and it's really asking me to keep moving forward. To continue to work on the finer details. To continue to step into the unknown. To do some future planning. I'm being called to do some future planning to help me continue to step into the unknown. And, you know, what's really interesting is one of the questions I asked is like, what can I expect? Like if I do the things in this tarot reading that I'm being asked to do, what can I expect? And I pulled, um, a card that alludes to like being in more right relationship with myself which is like one of the questions that I was asking on this new moon, right? Like, where do I need to be in more right relationship with myself? So I feel like that tarot reading really pulled things together for me. So the new moon has happened. My action items for this new moon really revolve around writing more, having a a more structured schedule of the work that I do while continuing to be gentle and, and have fun to be more committed to my budget and to my finances and to the details to continue to feed myself beautifully and take care of myself beautifully. Um, and then just to just one foot, one foot in front of the other. That's what I'm being asked to do this month. One foot in front of the other. Um, if you are also working on this monthly moonly challenge. If you are sinking into the moon cycles and trying to break patterns, I'd love to hear what's going on for you. Email me at hello at healthyish with a dash healthy dash ish.com, um, or ca. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Um, And I just, I hope to hear from you and I hope that this is interesting and enlightening and that it leads you to also do some of this work for yourself.